Can I ask you a question? You only got into Minute. You didn't even get points. <laughs> 140. The arse. No way you're at 140 IQ. Off the ball. Weekdays from 7 pm on OTB Sports Radio. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Alan Quinlan is with us. Quinny, good morning to you. Morning, lads. How, How are you? you? What's good going things. on? Uh, not much. Uh, my beloved Liverpool are going bad. We're in big, big trouble. But anyway. What's happened? <sighs> Haven't moved. I saw a great interview with uh, Guardiola over the weekend there with Rio Ferdinand and he was talking about change and change and change Constantly all the evolving time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't know. I'm not a soccer expert, but um, not yet, anyway. we, we were guilty of that back in Munster back in the day, maybe mm-hmm. not of changing when we had the success. Look, you learn as you go on and you can see you see what ha- what's happened since, you know. Um, I think when you're successful, that's the time to actually make those couple of changes. Cody probably did it a lot, didn't mm. he, with Kenny? He was successful at doing it, all right. Well, he, then he had the players, the other thing. Like he had an yeah, you need depth. There's no point in that's the making change for the sake of it. Um, when, when guys are pretty even and, and level and kind of competing with each other in training and stuff you know you can you can make those changes when you have the depth uh, let's talk about Ulster and Leinster um, Leinster dominant in the first half Ulster come back into the game <clears throat> what's the truth of this scenario is it a second half collapse from Leinster or a bit of complacency I have to be fair to Ulster here um, I think they're a good side um, they've shown that in the first couple of rounds very dominant against Connacht and great win away in Scarlets but Leinster when they have this team out and the vast majority of those players are just at a different level they were pretty comfortable at 20 points to 3 um, inevitable reaction that you would get um, but I think Aaron Sexton drops the ball near just under 70 minutes going over the line which would have been a wonderful try given the conditions just the execution the passing and the timing if they'd given that as a Leinster fan I would have been like okay I can see there's a bit of downward pressure with a bit of the hand I you know we can talk about Niall Scannell's one in a minute Munster game you need to have some sort of control okay you know if someone knocks the ball out as well and goes backwards but yeah fair enough Charlene Gattai brilliant from him great defence it just shows never give up when a guy is going for a line he gets a hand in there you know, it would have made it um, a little bit nervy for the last few minutes. That would have brought it to possibly 2017. Yeah, because um, there was a few was scrums that they lost uh, after that. And they kept giving the ball back to Ulster to go, here, have one more go. And I'll have another go. It's just the body language. Is, and I always say this, you know, Leinster just look, they looked pretty comfortable. And, and, you know, Ulster beat them twice last year and have rattled strong Leinster teams in the last number of years. But um, it's a bit of a frightening prospect again when they get going there. They were very dominant in that first half. Would Balakun maybe have scored that try if he wasn't uh, down in South Africa? Well, it's, he's right, it's the wrong side for him, but Sexton is still very, very fast. But I think um, you need to transfer the ball. I suppose like, I'm being slightly facetious. Leinster have obviously uh, got a load of players who are away with the Emerging Ireland team but actually they can absorb the loss because the strength that they have Ulster maybe can't absorb the loss as much I don't know does it matter they're only missing um, you'd still expect them to be able to they're only missing a couple Henderson oh. is missing <clears throat> Balakun that would have probably started so they're they're not so it's actually a bit deflating for yeah, Ulster is it? well a little bit now look second half much more encouraging and I think Ulster are very you know, they're a sharp side who execute very well. They're an exciting side to watch. 
they're just after that probably dominance in the first game against Connacht and last week they just came up a little bit short okay they did get a mall try from John Andrew in that second half it was 20 points to 3 and 60 minutes Leinster are comfortable um, I think they've made a couple of changes themselves um, so look it, that may sound a little bit unfair to Ulster but it just shows Leinster what Dan McFarlane was asked um Afterwards, like, what's the what's the difference? And Leinster are better than us at the moment, and that's true, right? That's there's a pecking order here because <clears throat> we, we, you were asked. I think you were uh, was it you asked what the what's the overall pecking order Beyond, be, be behind Leinster? <clears throat> yeah, and it was second. Like, so um, at the moment, that's still the case. They are still second, but they've now got clear indication of just how far behind they are. Yeah, I just think on as I said on the day um, in the last couple of years, they've they've put in really good performances and they've actually caused Leinster problems. But I just thought it was it was telling the the shape and body language and the, and the performance of Leinster, particularly in that first half. Leinster piled everything at them for the first five or ten minutes, and Leinster's defence is rock solid. And then they just changed the course of the game. Ryan Baird gets a great try, and then Dan Sheehan. You know, off them all again, and just their decision making, their shape, their accuracy is 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 just so much more better than than the others really. But um, Ulster can take some comfort out of the second half. Certainly, it was it was more dynamic. Um, they were much better in what they were trying to do. But you know, like I say, Leinster could have kicked on and, and won the game by more. Did they switch off a little bit? Maybe. Who knows? But um, I think they're very. They've shown that they're very, very good at what they do again. Okay, so nothing to uh, concern Leinster supporters about the fact that Ulster got back in the game. That's going to happen. Well, they've got Jenkins is making a difference from as well. You know what I mean? Um, And then you have James Ryan and Johnny Sexton coming back, and you just look at the names. Robbie Hensha just every time he plays, just I go, man, he's he's just as hard as nails, and he's just one of these professionals that turns up week after week. I'm not saying he has the best game week after week, but he just is so competitive. His body language, his energy, his pride in what he's trying to do, tackles. Um, I just think he's a real example to anyone who can emotionally switch off mm. in New Zealand test match and over the summer winning a series in rainy night and Friday night in Belfast where... It was a rainy night. Yeah, and I, I, do you know what? That's, that's, a, that's unbelievable, Johnny, mm. you know. What, what's, what's the without Sexton how are they looking with the view to when you're thinking of when, whenever Sexton is done and Byrne has come in what, what are Leinster looking like in terms of fluidity of their attack without Sexton that, that, we've seen in the last couple of years a couple of times when Sexton hasn't been there I thought when he came off in the Champions Cup final um, you know he's such a such a really good player we've seen it with Ireland I just think his his composure and control under pressure is is, uh, is is very good. He's shown that. That's something that you know. And I heard Leo Cullen speaking about that. Life goes on. People get older. Things change. And that would be a challenge for him. You can't just replace somebody of that stature. They've tried. Munster have tried for the last ten years since Ron Rogara has gone, um, and it's difficult. Players of that quality um, to get this like for like. Um, I think Ross Byrne is, is very very capable um, both the Byrne brothers have talent and ability there I think Kieran Frawley has been kind of pushed in that direction now to see if he can kind of mm. 
um, be the next one that, that kind of plays at that top level. But it's difficult, but um, we just have to wait and see on that one, you know. Let's talk about the other two provinces then. Um, so Bulls 28, Connacht 14 and um, Munster beat Zebra in a game in Cork that... Uh, they're not getting any credit for. Uh, were they? Were they bad? Was it? What, why? Why are people not saying? No, we've turned a corner here with Munster because obviously they don't believe it. Yeah, just to talk about the Connacht one first. It was always going to be difficult for him. You know, when you're going away to Ulster, Stormers and Bulls. The the reality with the South Africans, Jared, this year is three or four of them could be in the playoffs. Um, they've really embraced this. They've seen it as something that uh, can really propel them forward. Um, they've got themselves organised. They're very, very powerful and strong. And they're capable of going on the road and winning matches. All four won again at the weekend. Um, so it was a really difficult start for Connacht. And, you know, I think with the Bundyaki situation a week before, he's he's one player that you'd love to have in that kind of situation, even for the Munster game on Friday night. But they were, they were really poor. Uh, so many mistakes and errors. And... You know, defensively, they're porous, I think. Um, that's a, that's probably the biggest concern. Very talented players and uh, just making a lot of mistakes and errors. And, and their coaches said that, but they, they've conceded 15 tries in three games. It's very difficult to win games at that, isn't it? You know, and that was the problem that. last season as well. So they, unfortunately, it seems... And last like season, they were scoring, which in, in matches, they were high-scoring games. So they're not, not scoring now, so... Um, it's a real concern and a worry, but it's been a very difficult start. You know, they've a- they asked for the first couple of games to be away from home because of installing a new 4G pitch. What do you make of that, by the way? It's 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 a load of rubbish, really. I like wh- whatever. Pitch I- on, but you don't you don't go asking a league to put you away for the first couple of games. Mm. I think it's too risky. Someone will disagree with me in in Connacht or within. Um, I, it's a challenging one. You want to try and get the pitch down, new pitch, but surely you could have got your timing a bit better and got it done over the summer. And, and you know, they haven't even trained in it yet. Mm. So they're going to play. They come back from South Africa yesterday, a long, long journey, a uh, couple of training sessions this week, and, you know, at least they're home this week. And if they beat Munster Friday night, which they're well capable of doing, um, well, then they're back on track and they'll say it was worth it. But losing your first three... Putting yourself in a position of having to win this fourth game, or it's the worst start since two thousand and six. You know, the year after they won the league under Pat Lamb, his last year, it just makes it a bit more difficult. So it was risky business making that decision to the, do the that move way. to the, the surface itself. Um, like this would be a debate now in Galway because Terryland as a, as a football pitch has an awful lot of game time on it. It's an amazingly good pitch, but there is a debate: should we go down the Astro route? I, I, I just I hate Astro, and now in rugby, it's becoming a thing as well. It is. It's kind of guaranteeing you, you know, underfoot conditions in every match. But what's it like to play on though? It's like whatever about football. I mean, you're going into contact on that surface. I think I only played once on it. Um, I, I wouldn't have liked it. We trained a lot on it. Mm. Um, it's different. Um, the current players you probably have to ask them that I think obviously it gives you a drier ball even in wet conditions it gives you a mm. better chance of, of seeing more attacking rugby and stuff like that but they've got to do that now on Friday and really find a performance against a team you mentioned um, I think confidence is a big thing for both sides because 
even though the decisions to be away from home and the really, it, it, really, really tough start. It's very difficult for any side to have to do what Connacht have done. Um, but the mistakes and the errors are, are creeping in there and they're not scoring the tries. And they showed a fight back on Friday against the Stormers in the second half. But I don't know if any team, even Leinster included, you know, can cope with that power and that physicality. And they showed it last year. Um, in the RDS so it was a very difficult difficult couple of matches for them but they've got to you know be better as well I think challenge themselves better and cut out the mistakes and they're similar to Munster Um, confidence timing cohesiveness is an issue and Munster were really bland in that second half against Zebra and Cork and it's it's a worry it's a concern they look like they're lacking a bit of spark they've 10 guys away in South Africa with the emerging Ireland they had 9 involved in the match on Friday Alex Candelan wasn't wasn't involved in the match because um, I don't know why he had heavy knock the week before as well um, so yeah confidence is a big thing for them and uh, it's it's a worry um, Is there uh, like patience because it's a new You've no choice with Munster at this stage you can throw the toys out of the pram and we can all give out and, and say this that and the other we have to judge them probably fairly but I think the players themselves, um, and I, I said this last week, and I'll, I'll probably end up saying it again on the podcast this week. The basics you've got to try and fix yourself. You know, you can the collision areas. You need more work on that. You know, you need to get you need to get more contact and more kind of pad work and stuff like that and technique. Because no matter what level of player you're at, if you're an international, you need to condition the body. But it's like doing your preseason, so. Munster are undercooked in that area and it's it's pretty telling. Um, they're giving away pe- a lot of penalties. Their accuracy at the breakdown is poor. And and then you have, on top of that, and I think it seems to be deflating for the players, they're making errors and mistakes. They're dropping balls which are, you know, very, very basic. So I think they need to find some sort of a spark. And they're lacking kind of, you know, you watch the game on TV or you're at the match and there's a feeling there that I kind of felt once or twice in the first half there was a little bit of that energy and spark that they need and then it just no control no leadership in that second half and you know I feel sorry for Peter Romani and I can openly say this you know I watched him the last two weeks um, he's renowned for his doggedness and his competitiveness and I'm just talking about Henshaw there a few minutes ago with Leinster the way he just turns up every week um, not necessarily having their best game but I love to see that fight and I, again Omani's doing it again at the weekend and he just it needs to be more fellas doing it with him um, he made some mistakes Tyburn was very good this week showed his quality a little bit stale I think they're week. all going to get better right? I think <coughs> they're going to get better it's and I think you know it's hard, it was a hard second half now to yeah. watch but is there, is there, a there date? has to be some sort of patience <coughs> here Pardon for me. a is, period is there a date when we expect RG Snyman back it's a kind of I in, think indefinite. he's close I think the announcement last week was, was, was on the back of a setback right previous weeks that wasn't ages you ago know, you don't come out and say this stuff straight away because yeah. you cause panic and stuff he had a little bit of a cartilage issue I believe and that sorted very minor kind of thing that sets you back three or four weeks okay I think so November after the I moment. would imagine so I think I don't again I don't have an exact date but I think they're hopeful and um, like he's not going to fix everything if you put an RG Snyman into the team straight away he, Munster aren't going to be brilliant I think collectively the players have to look at themselves and get better yeah. push themselves more 
to be fair, Ger, they've played 41 players in the first three league games. F- yeah. If, we, if we say that's Leinster, it's different because yeah. I think there's so many gaps in the standards. Of and they need guys. to find out what they've got. Yeah. yeah. So the, right. a little bit of patience, unfortunately, is required. But right. it's worrying. More stuff from Alan on the Red 78 podcast this week. Good stuff. Thanks a million, Alan. Cheers. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.